Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. Bad boy. Second, second Samuel. <laughs> Second Samuel chapter 13. I'm going to do Absalom alone today. Then we're going to pick it up and deal with Adonijah. I'm going to put Adonijah and Solomon together because Adonijah's life is, the record in scripture is very limited. But we have at least about four or five chapters on Absalom alone. The, yes, the Holy Spirit does not record things, you know, superfluously. This is a bad boy. But before I, I, I talked about how bad Solo, um, something, I want, you to see, I want you to recognize something that if this record was not in the Bible, you would have said, no, it cannot be. You know why? He's a son of David. Son of David? son of the great psalmist of Israel, the man that God lifted up high, you would think all his sons would be saints. You see, this dynasty is not biological, it's spiritual. Second Samuel chapter 13 and uh, oh Lord have mercy, we start from verse 1. Let me just give a little bit of background. There are other scriptures. I, I, I don't have the time to go to them. I haven't actually looked them up. And it's not necessary for my purpose here. David has some fundamental mistakes in his life. They were there before he became king. This is why what you do. is this, Remember thy creator in the days of thy youth. See, there's any things you can do. Of course, when you get born again, all your old life is gone and all of that. But you know, if there are some things you've done, they will still be there. For example, if you, if you had a child before you got born again, your being born again will not erase the child. It's still there. And you have to, that would be a thing that you would have to live with all your life, especially if you, if you didn't have it with whoever you're going to marry later on. Or maybe you had it as a teenager when you were sowing your wild oats. Every day, I thank God God had mercy on us, Pastor Quigga. You know, if you look at some of those terrible things some of us did, you know, it's just the mercy of God. Imagine now being, being, being you know, having three or four children <laughs> that you had when you were a teenager. The burden, the, 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 the school fees. and oh, Can you imagine the mess? Being born again will not erase it. David, when he was still in the wilderness, already had three wives. God was not pleased. God didn't say anything because it was Old Testament. But God was not pleased. And he married, um, um, uh, what's her name? Ab- um, Abigail. You know, then he went, he got to Jerusalem. I won't go there, it's a scripture. He says, and he went, he got, you know, they married many more wives. 
And many of them were foreign women. Some of them, don't let me say many. When I say foreign, they were not Israelites. They weren't from the 12 tribes. They were people from Gershaw. We're going to see that in a minute. And some of these funny places. So those women had children for him. Absalom was one of those boys. Of all of David's sons, Absalom was the most handsome. He took that from his father. Because David was a very, very goodly looking guy. He had long hair. That the others didn't have. All that vanity and pride got to his head. And he had a terrible character. He wasn't like his father David in the sense of David was a kind, humble kind of person. Because from when he was a child, David had the word of God. That was what made God choose him out of his eight brothers. When he was still looking after the sheep in the wilderness, David would keep the word of God in his mouth. That's how he wrote Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. Because he saw how he used to look after sheep. And God would look after me, he leads me in still waters, you know, beside the green pastures, etc., etc. So, all of those things had be developed David's character. But these boys grew up in the palace. They grew up spoiled. I'm going to repeat it. They grew up spoiled. David, are you listening to me? Give me a wave offering. David dynasty. We have to be careful with our kids. They grew up spoiled. David grew up looking after his father's sheep in the wilderness. Absalom, Adonijah, Solomon grew up in the palace with all the servants looking after them. They had no responsibilities. In fact, we're going to say, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'll say it now. When we get there, I'll say it again. You know, the Bible says in the, in, the, in the account about Adonijah, that in all of his life, his, ne- his father never said to him, not even rebuke. You don't bring up children that way. Much less kings. You know, I thank God for Queen Elizabeth. Let's give the queen a super clap of her. She's a wonderful woman. She had problems with her. But, you know, she made those boys, you know, all her sons and children, you know, they go to military school. They went to, you know, university, at least later on, went to university, you know, made them do the same thing everybody else does. William, uh, who is going to be king now, you know, Charles' son, you know, he was an uh, he was in the air force you know he was driving helicopter you know they they made them go through all of those things uh, uh harry went to afghanistan yes you're not helping your children when you don't allow them to go through the disciplines and the rigors of life it will produce absaloms and adonijahs Absalom. And it came to pass after this that Absalom, the son of David, had a fair sister 
whose name was Tamar. And Ammon, the son of David, loved her. Paragraph, this verse 1 tells us the problem of polygamy. Absalom and Tamar, same mother. Ammon, a different mother. Because David had many wives. Don't go there. And Ammon was so vexed that he fell sick for his sister Tamar, or half-sister. For she was a virgin. And Ammon thought it hard for him to do anything to her. Uh, You know, this portion of scripture is not too nice. You know, I'm just going to, because of time, I'm not going to read all of it. I'm just going to summarize it for you. It's It's lost. It's not love. And I'm going to show it to you from one scripture. I'm not going to read all the scriptures. It's the devil in operation. What I preached in the morning. The prince of the power of the air. How can a man look at his half-sister and so desire sex with her that he falls sick? No, no, no. He was sick. Not like fever or anything like that but he was so the desire for her was so strong he lost his appetite he wouldn't eat he could it's not natural it's the devil at work it was part of the fulfillment of the prophecy of nathan because of what david did to bathsheba God, don't play with God. God forgave him. But the con, like I said earlier on, God forbid, if you had children or you had something before you got born again, after you get born again, he's not going to erase those things. They're there. They're things you're going to have to cope with. So David, what he did, God forgave him, but he had to cope with the, the, the consequence of, 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 of polygamy lost which generational sin he passed down to his sons be careful what you do it can affect your children that's why you need to and even you know that's why we have to pray my wife and i we pray every day breaking generational curses over our children our bloodline you know just as a matter of routine but we're constantly releasing spiritual forces to neutralize the effect of those things because i i can tell you in my life you know as a johnson you know as something about the johnson men you know you know from my grandfather to my dad and all of them you know they mess around with women when i got born again i said ah there's a no-go area Ammon was so vexed. Okay. Now, Ammon had a terrible friend whose name was Jonadab. I'm not going to go in. He's a terrible guy. And anyway, to call a long story short, this bad boy, you know what he comes to? He says, This is a very simple thing. What's, he said, What's wrong with you? You know, this is how it happened. He said, What's wrong with you? You won't eat, you are lean. 
not you know that's why i said he was really sick you know but not sick like fever or you know but you know it was affecting his health because his mental condition was so bad so it was affecting his body so this is friend you know saw him and said ah, you know why art thou being the king's son lean from day to day will thou not tell me may we not live in the counsel of the ungodly and Ammon said to him I love Tamar my sister my brother Absalom's sister anyway don't let me get because of time this bad boy Jonadab he said ah, are you not the king's son you want your sister no problem you don't know what to do i will tell you what to do <laughs> like some guys who told me so many years ago in worry refinery they say pastor we know you are holy we you cannot lie we will lie for you I'm, it's a true story i was doing computer programming and teaching you know and all that the guy said oh, 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 oh. he said he said doc you are this is just peanuts say there is money in this place and your uncle is the managing director. He said, there is money in this, all this training. He said, there is not, nothing. There is real money. We will help you. He said, well, I'm a pastor. I know you. You cannot lie. But we will lie for you. True story. <laughs> of course, I didn't do it. <laughs> so, anyway. So, John Adab tells him, said, look, very simple. You know, the king knows you are sick. Everybody knows you have been losing weight. So, pretend that you are even more sick than you really are. Then, when the king comes to see you, tell him that you want food. But that you want your sister, Tama, to cook the food. And that she should bring it to you, to me, to you. And when she comes, you will, you know, you will know what to do. Watch this. Verse 6. I'm not reading everything. I'm just picking parts. And so, Amon lay down and made himself sick. He was sick, no? Because he was losing weight. That's why that guy noticed. But he was even, you know. <laughs> and the king was come to see him. And Ammon said unto this is David. This is another bad thing about David. We're going to see this through all these stories. David was not very discerning about his children. And that's because David himself at that particular time in his life, he was praying and all of that. I mean, no, but he wasn't at the spiritual cutting edge that he used to be when he was in the wilderness. There is something about wealth and comfort. If you are not careful, you will take your you will not be as uh, consistent in things of the spirit. Most people can't handle wealth. You know, my wife and I are always saying all the time to our, to our cooks and our people in the house who we employ to help us. You know, how many times do we eat in this house? We eat only once in a day. We don't eat breakfast. We don't eat lunch. It's only when we have visitors, we set the table and eat lunch. You know, in the evenings, we, you know, on fasting days, we don't eat at all. They know that, you know. But you know, it's very not easy for some people to do that. It's very if you have the money. Mommy's looking at me funny. Mommy, 
You know, this afternoon when we finish now, we'll go to Golden Tulip. Kaloje Brunch. Brunch, long way, brunch. I want prosperous pastors and got a mansion here. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Yeah. <laughs> We are, we, we are, we are different. <laughs> Most people live church like this, food. Is it a sin? No. It's lawful, but it's not expedient. And I do so sometimes. If I have visitors, sometimes occasionally I do that. But it might be once or twice in a year. You do that every day, your spiritual senses will get dull. That's what happened to David. So Amon lay down and made himself sick. And the king, and when the king was come to see him, you with sickness in my serious gone to make the whole daddy come and see the boy. Amon, everybody about I've been talking about it. Daddy, you know, king Amon, Amon is not feeling well. He has been losing weight. I you know David loved his children. Make sure I'm using our language, you know. Let me go and look at this boy and make sure that he's fine. <laughs> oh God, have mercy on us. So the when the king was come to see him, Ammon said to the king, I pray thee, let Tamar, my sister, come and make me a couple of cakes in my sight that I may eat at her hand. Then David, David Orono. Of all the girls in Israel, it's only your sister Tamar that can come and make cake for you. He should have smelt a rat. Let's move on. So David sent to Tamar and said, Go now to thy brother Abmon's house and dress him meat. You know, and she did. She obeyed her dad, went in there, cooked the food, you know. And, and this terrible boy, uh, Ammon. He said, all the servants, get everybody, get out, get out, get out. All just me and my sister in the house. So she cooks the food and said, bring it, bring it here. <laughs> bring it to me in the bed. So she brought the food near him and said, then he held her and said he wanted to sleep with her. She said, no, ah, don't let's do this kind of thing. He said, an abomination. He said, if you want to marry me, go and tell the In those days, half-sister they used to marry sometimes you know go and tell the king he won't he won't say no but don't do this anyway he raped her so when all of that happened she was so distraught she was you know how girls are she was crying and she tore her dress and everything then and and i have verse 15 is the verse i want to bring out then Ammon hated her exceedingly so that the hatred wherewith he hated her was greater than the love wherewith he loved her. It was not love, it was lust. You can see the devil in operation. Look at how he switched from one type of feeling to another type of feeling within an hour. The spiritual forces. It's spiritual. You have to understand this thing. It's spiritual. If you are seeing a woman who is not your wife or if you're not yet married, and whenever you see her, you fall sick. 
girl, you shot her. Hey, when pastor is preaching, but the pastor also, girl, you know. I'm telling you, these things happen. It's spiritual forces. It's the prince of the power from the air operating on your mind, your will, your emotions, and your body. So what was happening was as Satan put that feeling into his emotions and into his body, which he thought was love. It wasn't love. It was just a desire for sex with his own sister. Half-sister. After he had the sex with her, the thing just switched around, you know, and that same devil now put hatred for her. And I want to tell you girls, you know, this is not only for everybody, it's for everybody, girls and boys and all that. Don't make yourself cheap. See, you know, once guys get what they want, they don't value you anymore. So don't go and start, you know, you're so easy, you're just a pushover. And that's why the Bible says he went not the way of a house. Don't allow yourself in a situation. They say he raped her. But what were you doing in a situation where he could rape you? I mean, God forbid if it's different, if it's like armed robbers, God forbid, or kidnappers, you know. But, you know, just an ordinary situation. You two, why, what were you doing in his house? Or in his flat? Or in his, uh, where, where the situation could happen? The Bible says if, they, they, if, they, if you shout, even if he's stronger than you, and you start shouting, Help me! <laughs> even, even, the, even the shout will, will make the guy back off. Am I preaching to anybody here? If I'm helping you, give me a wave offering. <laughs> okay. So, you know, he, he she's, she's distraught. So, she goes to Absalom. Verse 20. And Absalom, her brother, said unto her, Has Amon thy brother... The news had gone round town. The news had gone round town. Hath Abon thy brother been with thee? But hold now thy peace, my sister. He is thy brother. Regard not this thing. So Tama remained desolate in her brother Absalom's house. But when King David heard of these things, he was very wroth. But it was not enough to be wroth. The biggest mistake David made in this particular situation was not punishing Ammon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God, and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.